What's up, race fans, and welcome to another episode of the Piscina Report. This is season 2021, episode 18. It's it's the Nico Troll episode. Who's he? I don't know. Who is this guy? Look, it, it's, it's one of those crazy things that happens through, through time. There are numbers that are synonymous throughout history. You've got your 34s and your 7s and your 69s. And then there are numbers that nobody wants, nobody knows. Number 18, unfortunately, is one of those numbers. So we had to go and dig through the archives. We found Nico Tirol was the Spanish winner of the 125cc world championship the last ever 125cc world championship before it went to moto three he was riding under number 18 he's the last guy we could find if there's anybody that out there that knows of another number 18 please let us know but anyway Whoa. enough of all that rubbish so here we go we're, we're episode 18 of the Pacino report 2021 this is the podcast that gets past the hype we kick the hype in the ass just for you so we can get straight to the news so here we are. We're in Austria this week. That's right. We're in Austria for the next two weeks. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. The World Championship, who's going to win in Austria? Oh, it's not. Is it a Yamaha track? I don't know. Unless you've got no brakes and you can ride straight through in a turn one. Who knows? But anyway, before we get into the uh, into the lowdowns of what's going to happen this weekend, we'll have a quick, a quick hello to Andra. How are you going, my dear? What have you been doing for the last five weeks? Oh my God, I don't even know what I did yesterday. <laughs> We've had some little lockdowns and no lockdowns and working from home and um, it's all a bit of a blur, but this can't... Oh, actually, we've been watching the Olympics. I think everyone out there has been watching. The Olympics have filled... It's Olympic fever. Yeah, it's filled a little bit of a gap of MotoGP. And um, someone the other day were like, was like, Andrew, you need to watch the F1 race from the other night. It was pretty incredible. So Hungover Ring was a great race. I might have to ask you about that after, Stu. But um, anyway, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, I know last year there was that big battle between Jack and Pole, was it, on the last mm. corner, and then Miguel Oliveira, like, snuck in. Like Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, but my biggest issue that I've had today is this morning Manuel made a comment to me about gossip or fact, and then he sent a photo of Mark Marquez doing push-ups and I want everyone to let me know, Mark Marquez is a sexy beast. Is that gossip or is that news? Oh, that's fact. fact. That's going to be fact. It's going to be fact. <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon, boss? Is it, is it fact or is it gossip? Mark Marquez, sexy beast, yes or no, hot or not? The, fo- the, the, the photo the photo is a fact the sexy beast is a gossip let's say ah, what about what about the bit i zoomed in on before <laughs> i think it was a crease in his shorts <laughs> indeed so how, how are you boss how's, how's, how's everything going over over in spain in spain we have a high summer time right we have a lot of infections but if you go to the beach, there are thousands of people on the beach. All <laughs> restaurants are open. The streets are fully crowded. Bo, like the Italians say, bo. Bo, uh, exactly, bo. <laughs> you know, life continues in whole, all Europe is like this. The, the, the luck yeah. is that the infections are that critical that, as in the past. Mm-hmm. But let's talk Here about bikes. Because in 48 hours, I am <gasps> flying yes. to Austria. And I stayed there for two weeks. I'm really, really excited. And I have done a lot of betting on Danny Pedrosa. Ah, yes. Danny, yeah, here we go. So what's he riding? Is he riding? He's not riding a Tectoire bike. He's riding a a factory KTM, yeah? Yes, it's supposed to be a factory prototype KTM as far as they, it can be a prototype because as you know, the engines are all the same. But yeah. the rest of the bike may be different. And there comes Danny, who has uh, awakened a lot of expectations. Yep. Is it three, of- it's three years almost since he actually was racing. Yeah, because look, you have to look back. Uh, his, his ride, uh, Jorge Lorenzo took his ride. Mm-hmm. Then came Alex Marquez. And now it's Paul Pargaro. Let's say that uh, two and a half years. How yeah. excited. What, why did he stop? He was tired. He was tired and he was physically, I imagine he is the guy who has been more destroyed physically. He Mm -hmm. had around 29 or 30 bones broken along his career. Mm. So he's he's a very small guy as well, isn't he? And so it's, 
just riding the bike is very, very physical form. It's very challenging. And, and as you say, Manuel, all those broke, broken, uh, broken bones as well. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, like he size, Edra, he's basically, he mm. could be a jockey, you know? Yeah. Yes. I think I yes. remember us talking way back near when we started that I, I was questioning then if he'd ever won a championship, but you explained that he, he unfortunately, skilled, very, very skilled rider, but quite small. So he doesn't get enough grip on the bike and just mm. struggled in a lot of areas. Yeah, yeah, on theory, he he has he had not the physics to ride mm. the bike on theory, but he was super fast, and this uh, physical condition made him develop an extreme high level technique. Mm. Mm-hmm. For sure, you know. So, so why the- why do you think he's he's uh, he's good for this weekend? What do, what do you, what are your thoughts? Look, that, that, look, uh, if you look at somebody who has stopped two year two and a half years back. Mm, you know, it feels like how can he be yeah, competitive? Exactly. Because you know he has lost the pace, he has lost uh, the feeling of. But you know that he works as a test rider, right? That's yeah. it. He's still on the bike, isn't he? He's still. Yeah, but look, the big challenge, and I have spoken this many times with Michele Pirro, Ducati's test rider. Mm-hmm. For a test rider, the most they are able to be fast when they are testing. Yep, endurance. But the, no, and the feeling is, we lose. We don't have the feeling to be surrounded by other riders. Mm-hmm. Ah, right, of course, yes. He says, right. for example, for a test rider, even if he is very fast, to be on the grid again and look right and left and front and back and see, wow, because normally they go on the track and they are by themselves. There is nobody pushing, mm. nobody outbreaking. So, I say, in my opinion, the key of of Dani Pedrosa will be in which position he exits the first corners too. Yes, yeah. And so I suppose qualifying's got a lot to do with that as well, doesn't it? So yeah, if he can qualify well. He rides alone. And this track where we are going to, we, the championship is going to race the next two weeks, is where Danny tests the bike. It's like he's back, the backyard of his house. So what what else does he do off the track? Does he do motocross? Does he do other racing activities or is he really just no, test riding? I don't think and... so. He is, okay. uh, if he did motocross, he would have been mini motocross. <laughs> <laughs> He's like riding one of those little ponies that you get at the fairground. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a full-size racehorse. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Sorry, oh Danny, Danny, if you're watching this, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. It's, utmost, it's just utmost a respect. Exactly. So have you got any um, information on perhaps lap times that he's been doing uh, uh, no, Red Bull no, Ring? No, but he's doing fast. He's I, doing fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically uh, KTM has tried to make him race all these years, but he has always declined racing. No, yeah. no, I, I stopped racing. So the decision for him to race is because of something. You know, he wouldn't enter a race. He wouldn't risk again. His life is wonderful. He gets mm-hmm. money. He rides alone. He doesn't have to um, go through the journalists and this stuff, which he hated mm-hmm. radically. So his comeback must be something special. Therefore, I will. I uh, I really think that he can do a top five. Really, depending. Wow. Well, I know that I have bet this with, look, if I have to pay- How much all money the, have you put on this? No, no, yeah. dinners. All the dinners I have bet. <laughs> I'll bet you <laughs> I, oh. I will be inviting people for a month. <laughs> oh, wow. So he'd better pay out. That's a big call. So, so the but if he starts and he will be in the middle of uh, the field, yeah. then- because look, he, he doesn't need and he will not push anybody out of the track because he's a wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won't race aggressively. Yeah. The he's thing sensible. is, yeah. if if he has the field open to race on his own pace, then he can be mm-hmm. fast. Mm. When That's they do when they do test riding, how long would they go out for? I think Stu just mentioned it before about that um endurance. So he obviously goes out. Do they do a couple of laps and test a few things or do they go out? In, and do... in KTM, it's interesting because they have two test riders. Mm-hmm. One is the one who does uh, reliability, you say? Mm-hmm. Reliability. Reliability, you know, to check the pieces, to check the tire. The... And there is another one who is Dani Pedrosa who 
is faster than the first one and is the one who pushes the bike to the limit, you know? Okay. Because a, te a test rider, the key is not to crash mm -hmm. for a test rider. Yep. You yeah. are not allowed to crash. And there is another important thing in a test rider. As the world is testing, you have to be exactly as fast in the morning that at five o'clock in the afternoon, mm -hmm. because yep. your uh, point of view has to be the same. Yes, mm -hmm. you, you have to be a robot, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Because you you have to evaluate the thing the same way in the morning that at five o'clock. Yeah. So it's not easy because you have to be very constant. You have to push the whole day through, so you have to administrate your energy. So you mm. don't arrive at the end of the day with less than in the morning. It's interesting. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so you, you for for someone like that, he'd he'd ride at eighty or ninety percent all the time, so he can maintain that. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So, so this exactly. weekend will be that that little bit different when he gets on the on the track and he's got people around him. Then maybe instances where he's going to have to make that decision: Do I go to a hundred percent? Do I go to ninety nine percent? And and to just. Try to get into the into the mind of of Danny. Of course, he is uh, he's, he has awakened a lot of expectation. Hi, everybody's talking. Danny, Danny's come back. So that's a pressure, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pressure. I yeah. think he will go out like ah, I have to show something. <laughs> he's going to go out like he's four and a half feet tall. <laughs> you know what that's like, don't you, Stu? Get lined down. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, and it's we, fantastic. Stu, and we have another comeback. Remember, <gasps> I was about to say, there's, he's not the only yeah. one on the grid. There's, a, there's another another Brit on the on the grid this weekend. Yes, for three but, weeks. Uh, for three weeks, but the situation is very different because Kalia stopped racing. Uh, we are in month eight, uh, nine months ago. Yep. But he has ridden bikes. Uh, I mean, late more back than Danny. Danny probably has ridden on the track uh, mm. one month ago, three weeks ago, while Caldi last, the last thing he did was the test in Qatar before the Grand Prix. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I thought so he was it, testing It will be way. so interesting to see. So look, th those two guys, it's only, only for them, it's worth to, to watch the trades. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So Absolutely. what 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 are we expecting? I, I mean, is anybody expecting anything from Cal realistically? Or is he just data gathering? Because we already know Frankie's bike that he's on is not a competitive bike. So is he just gathering data for the team? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's a good point. I, I did I haven't thought about the bike he has to ride. And yes, you are right. You know, basically I I think Cal will go out. Like Carl, you know, he will go out like, okay, I'll push, but yeah, there is no need. He's not uh, got nothing to prove, nothing, mm. you know, and he has to ride another three, two races after that one. So, mm -hmm. do his I thing. mean, I mean, he, I, I think that he will uh, face it cool. Yeah, yeah, so what yeah it might make sense. Yeah. So, what about Frankie? How much longer is he? Because I thought he would have recovered by now, or. No, I, sp I spoke in Asin with his crew chief, with uh, Ramon Forcada, and in Asin he told me that he would need at least eight weeks. We okay. have been off, we have been off six weeks, or it, and then another two are eight, it's more, matches more or less, and then mm -hmm. the ninth week is Silverstone, probably, yeah. because the team said to me, look, we are racing with the slowest bike of the category. Even Marini has a better bike with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Morbido, Morbido is not challenging anything. You know, he's mm -hmm. not challenging the championship. He cannot win races. So it's the team that told him, uh, Morbido, just return when you are fully fit. There's yep. no sense to, to, to return before because... Fair enough. Don't do a Marquez. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's all about. So, so yeah, I mean, it should be good for for, for Cal. He'll obviously gather lots of data for the for the team. Um, it's probably good that he's on the same track two weeks in a row as well, so he can he can yes. go and make some changes good. and then see good how point. see how that changes things. Um, but then, obviously, we've got a week's break, and then we're in Silverstone, and it's going to be great for him as well. The English rider on on the you know on the bike in wow. England that's going to be huge, yes. isn't it? 
Yeah, I haven't thought. You are quick today, or I am slow. I don't know. <laughs> it's morning for you, Manuel. We'll let you no, warm no, too, up. Too much holidays, too much <laughs> yeah. uh, swimming pool, too much sun. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Carl race in Silverstone is obviously a pleasure, and probably it will make uh, the promoter sell more tickets than if he would not. Mm. Exactly, yeah, because obviously it's, things are opening up there um, for... For all those people that are that are watching or listening down here in Australia, yes, I, I sympathise. We are locked down here in Brisbane, um, as we are in Sydney as well. But in the Northern Hemisphere, things are starting to open up now. And, and as we saw at the, at the F1 over the last few weeks, lots of crowds at, at tracks as well. And so I think Silverstone's going to uh, almost be at capacity. I think it's at like 75% yeah, capacity uh, the, for the, the weekend. The two races in Austria are completely full house. No restrictions. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, people are going to go nuts. Indeed, indeed. So, what do you, what do you see? Um, like, bearing in mind, last year we we obviously um, we we had a lot of Ducati presence at, at the track for the two races last year. Um, it was great that Miguel Oliveira won that second race. There was a lot of KTM reliability. Stu, sorry, what do you see this year? Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry, yes. to, but remember there were four races. There was, yeah. I, and I, was, <laughs> I noticed that when I, when I was looking back to see the history of the races on um, MotoGP.com, I, I looked and it said race and race two for each of them. And, and then I was like, that's right, because they had a red flag. They had a stoppage for each of them. There was the crazy crash with, with Zarco where he, he took out uh, – who was it he took out? Frankie. Frank, that's right. It was Frankie, Frankie. and then exactly. tried to take almost out the killed Vinales and, yeah. and and Valet, <laughs> and that that was a stoppage. And then the yeah, the, the week after that, there was uh, there was there was the, the Look, red flag again. There were two riders who should have won. One was Mir, Mir. who should have won the first race. Yeah, and the other one was uh, Paul Espargaro. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and in if, the yeah. second in the second races of the Grand, on, on each Grand Prix, they lost the momentum. It was yeah. frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Do you think Suzuki then, are going to try and try and learn from that as well? Well, uh, Mir did very well. And Rins, remember, he crashed when overtaking Dovizioso when he was first. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so on the paper, look, on the paper, it's a Ducati track, of course. They have mm-hmm. won all races but one. Yep. Uh, KTM, because it's the backyard from the end. As we saw last year, it might be also a Suzuki track. Yeah. It's it's certainly not until now a Yamaha track. They mm. have done always very, very weak. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Honda, what about Honda will depend on Mark Marquez. Yeah. What about Fabio, though? Like, he's come so far in the last year. I can't yeah, that's why we will see. We have to see the Yamahas on the paper. Mm. It's not their best track. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Fabio would be happy with a top five finish. I think if Fabio's on the podium, he'd be really, really happy oh, yeah. to walk well, away. In fact, I, I can I would say that's the worst track in the calendar for Yamaha. Yep. And yep. they are going to race twice there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. And do you want another bet I made? So I have... <laughs> A lot of dinners on one and a lot of dinners on the other one. I'm getting so my credit card I, out. Why is, there no drinks in, why is there no drinks as part of this? That's no, part because of dinner. I, I wouldn't stand up <laughs> in a, for a month. Okay. The other one bets Marquez winning the race. You did You did call it. Really? Yes. I mean, yeah, you called it. You, you called, called it last, last time. time. I'm not look, so sure this time. Look at, at the photos here. He f- he looks fit. He does, and he's got, he's be fully recovered now. He's back. He's back. He's a monster, and he's sending the message, guys, get ready because I'm gonna eat you starting from the feet. Oh yeah, exactly true. I mean, you're you're dead right. Looking at the Instagram feeds, all of the riders are having holiday photos and snapshots with their girlfriends. But yeah, you look at look at Marquez, and yeah, he's got Marquez, he's in the gym and he's, he's reviewing videotape footage. Exactly. He says, obviously, the, all these uh, photos have a message because who mm-hmm. takes a photo of somebody uh, lying on the, co- on the coach, you say, no? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it depends if you it. look like that. You take lots yeah. of photos like <laughs> yeah. that, right? And I do that all the time. <laughs> he, he could uh, uh, be uh, looking at a series or looking at a porn. Watching Netflix. No. Or... Yeah, it was yeah. races. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. And, He's clearly sending a message. And, and I, I bet on you that probably if you go to the photo that's on the on the screen, the the, the it will be in Austria for sure. <laughs> yes, it probably is indeed. Yeah, he's, he's looking at the footage from last year. Is there, the, is there an iPad in this photo? I can't see an iPad. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not looking at the iPad, are you? I can't even. Oh, I can't even read it. Yeah, you're right. Crazy, crazy. So yeah, so that's so that's Austria. Um, I mean, I. For me, I, I really want to see KTM get up again. I think it might be Brad Bender's time. That's that's what Ooh, I'm thinking. Are you yeah. putting money on it? Yeah, I'll I'll put a fiver on that. No, let's put drinks on that. Okay. No, no, no. Stu, if you put this, the dinner should be at uh, the McDonald's. Don't <laughs> <laughs> lose. I hope you're oh, right. I'd, I'd like to see Brad on the podium for at least one of those races. I think he'll get yeah. get up there on the podium. He has to step forward because Oliveira is uh, really putting him in in the shadow, you know? Yes. Yeah, indeed. Because he started as the man of KTM. No, We yeah. all thought, wow, mm -hmm. this will be Brazil. But yep. we have seen that the consistency of Oliveira, once again, I think we have, we have said this here a hundred times, what mm. uh, Pedrosa says about Brad and Oliveira it's exactly what is happening. Remember that he says the difference between them two is very clear. Pedrosa told me. Oliveira, he constructs, he builds up his performance. You see yep. him putting one brick, another brick, another brick. And then, you know, he never surprises on Sunday because you know what he is performing. Yeah. And, and it's another thing. I have been looking at the man, the pace. Oliveira shows in practice is the pace he's going to show in the race. Yeah, he, true, he, very true. He will not be faster in the race than in practice. Mm -hmm. Brad, you never know. You know, he <laughs> he's like, he trusts much more in his uh, skills. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the feeling of the day, however he feels. And the feeling. The and this, when, for example, the bike has a problem, Oliveira works out that problem. Try mm. to this, but uh, the uh, Brad is the one. Okay, I face the problem, I solve it with my skills. Instead of, these are the two different approaches. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, well, no, I'm, good, I'm good putting summary. my money on Oliveira. <laughs> You're on Michael Olive. Yeah, Oliveira. <laughs> no, there are so many. Look, we remember Jack was the only rider who finished twice on the podium in the yes, races. twice yeah. second second. So. He he should be one challenger. Oliveira did very well. Yep. Uh, Mir did very well. Ritz did very well. Uh, Marquez is going wants to massacre all these guys. Mm -hmm. So it will be fantastic. It is. Yeah. For for me, I think the most interesting thing is going to be how Suzuki go. That's yeah. that's as because as you say, they showed half a good performance last year. But now, if they can, if we can avoid all of those crazy issues that were, you know, 2020, um, <clears throat> and have a full proper race each week, I'm really interested to see how Suzuki can put a whole race together uh, and see if they can be competitive on that machine that, that realistically on paper shouldn't be competitive. Um, exactly. In in yeah, in the Red Bull ring, it's got long straights, it's got tight corners, it's only got three corners that are that are you know the the, the long sweeping corner that Suzuki really likes. Um, and yet, yeah, in that first race, they were, Mir was, was absolutely killing them. And it's time for both. If Mir wants to stay in the race for the championship, he has to start to perform from yeah. the race one. And Rins has a, a, a bill to pay to Suzuki. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he said, he's okay, got guys, a debt. <laughs> I, I have destroyed, uh, you know, a, a lot of carbon fiber in the yes. first half. Let me pay back. Let me yeah. pay back. Yeah. How does it generally play out? Um, of every year, there's obviously this bigger. In a normal season, you have this big summer break because I know last year was a whole different thing. No, normally the most were three weeks. Oh, okay. So this is unique. Because so, yeah, I was curious. It's a it's a big yeah. break. So people are coming back with a fresh head. Do you see much of a difference, or is it pretty much they just come back? Look, I, I was thinking yesterday. For example, for some riders, it has been good. 
-hmm. for others like Miguel Oliveira. Tell me that Miguel was in a high moment. For him to stop was like, oh. He got married in the break to his sister. It's the worst to his sister. Oh, it's the, his it's, sister, technically. Yeah, it's the worst thing for sometimes. Like you see it with, um, I think, a, an analogy for me, Manuel, is football. You watch a game of football, and if a team's playing really well, they have half time, and then the, it could be like the, the worst momentum. thing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come out in the second half, and they play like, they play terrible, and they get beaten. I think this could be half time. That could be a change for some, as you say. Yeah, five weeks is a lot. Mm. It's a lot, you know. And there are riders that maybe, okay, it has been positive. For example, for Valentino, I think. For Valentino, needed that break. Needed that break, you know. And he has been uh, working very hard. I have checked with my colleagues in Italy because Valentino said that he was thinking in the summer break what to do next year. Okay, Mm -hmm. So... He will what's, be what's bombed. He will be bombed with the same question. Yeah. Yes. Well, he said he was going to. He he said he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, car are you driving be. next year? Have you decided? Have you decided what you're no. going to do? Da, 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 da. So, and <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> really good. <laughs> he he, like he won't escape. He won't escape. But I think, and this is just a feeling. I think that he will say something like, "I will wait until Misano to take a decision." Oh, because he's already done it a few times, hasn't he? He has worked so much during this summer because trying to, you know, fit fitness or Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. mentality. So he wants probably he wants to check what will happen in the next three races. If if what he has done has been enough to push uh, upwards. Yes. Yeah. He might come. Well, that's it. He might come back. And perform well. My, may. The the problem is that the Yamaha Shushki. that uh, is not the best circuit for mm. for him and for the Yamaha. Look, it's I don't know. Yeah. On the TV, you don't uh, because the TV are just two dimensions, right? Yep. But when you are on the track, you if you could see the straight between turn one and turn three. Oh, in Austria! It, oh my God! It's like a like mountain. This. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's incredibly, but it's the like track looks so and, flat. <laughs> it's deadly. incredible, and there, it's pure power because mm. it's up the hill, yep. and it's a one kilometer or something like this. Yeah, so that's why Ducati goes so well there. Oh, the Ducati tune just yep. fly there. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, uh, we 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 spoke about valet a little bit there. Um, He's been in the news um, just just this week with with some some stuff going on about the VR forty six team and some some more rumors. What's what's happening there, boss? Tell, tell is, me, what do you uh, know? Look, uh, I don't know if you in, in in Australia you have watched sometimes the tra- tragic comedy, tragedy comedy, Italian yes. tragic comedy, yes, where yes. you don't know if you cry or you laugh or laugh exactly. It's exactly what's happening because there is a mess. All this project, it's like a ship that is sinking, you know, with, with a lot of water, yep. you know. And, and there's and the there's end, valet in the middle with a cup trying to trying to get the water <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that an Italian journalist has been like a like a blood dog um, yeah. following the, the tra- tracking all this story. And what has come out, look, it's so difficult to understand, but basically. Uh, Aramco is not in this project. You know, Aramco that Aramco is out. Then there is a company called Tanal Enterprises that is supposed to be a Saudi company that will build a huge amusement park in Saudi Arabia. A lot of things. That's supposed to be the the Ferrari world of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they say because uh, it seems that Saudi Arabia has kind of a project called uh, Saudi 2030. Yep. Yes, to change yep. the image, image of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. The best thing is not to chop the journalist to do that. Well, okay, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, let's let's not dwell on that. I'm picking yeah, up what okay. you're putting down. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, uh, it's a mystery, it's a mystery and the and it makes more mysterious because nobody speaks. You know, when nobody speaks, everyone criticizes and nobody comes out to say, hold a minute, this is so, so, and so. 
Because yeah. I think we spoke a couple of episodes ago, Manuel, and there was the way we thought it was then was there was a Ramco, but there was this print on off to the side that people maybe weren't aware of what was happening. So you're saying now that that's all crap and no one's really doing anything. No, Aramco, made it up. Aramco is out of the picture. So Tanal has uh, given out a statement, a very strange statement. So if something happens, it's Tanal. Aramco is not. They're, done, they're not, but, even though they were but, written on their bikes. And exactly. On, the bike, yeah. on a Yamaha, by the way. And the team is supposed yes. to be a Ducati. Yeah. Look, in Ducati, they are like looking from the, from the wall. They are sitting on the wall just waiting. They don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Dorna hasn't said anything. Uh, the R46 are scared because they are smelling that uh, there is something that, and now you know, like, well, I don't know. I We think we are, we thought uh, this guy, we were introduced by this. Yeah. We were, now they are just, boom. Yep. Shooting now it's starting the, to smell fishy. Balls. Cooking, cooking out, uh, kicking out the balls out of the field. <laughs> so is anything but, at all confirmed for next year, like even the bike, or is it, you're saying there's nothing is confirmed whatsoever? I, I Ducati, you know, the bikes. A factory needs months to build to to mm. build the. So the Ducatis for the Team Forty VR Forty Six are already being built. So they oh, are. Yeah. Claro. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. look, for example, to do a simple crankshaft, you know, mm -hmm. you a crankshaft, you need three months for yeah. the machinery really to do this. So you cannot. Okay, tomorrow I want to buy. No, no, the deadline has has been a long time ago. So it's on the way. The problem is who is going to pay to pay and with which money. Yeah, it's, conf it's confirmed that VR forty six is gonna has a team or has a spot in MotoGP next year. Yes, this yes. And I look, and this is just my thinking. At a certain point, the somebody will throw them. How do you say when somebody's in the water? And you uh, a it? life boy, a mm -hmm. lifeline. Yes. Someone's gonna can, I, can, can, I, can I put this to you perhaps? And, and again, tell me if I'm smoking the broccoli here. Broccoli or no broccoli. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Broccoli, yes. Broccoli, no. Um, so it gets to, it gets to the point where Aramco, yes, no, Tanel, yes, no. Valentino Rossi is worth a lot of money himself. Yes. Does it get to a point where Valet simply goes through it? Just put my own money into this. To pay <laughs> to Valentino, look, Valentino doesn't put his his hand into the pocket to pay anything, like right. most of the millionaires. And that's why they that's, why that's, have money. that's my question. Exactly, that's that's my question. Because he's no, made. Valentino, it's Valentino not just the sponsorship. It's yeah. It's it's not just the contract and sponsorship money he's made. There's there's all sorts of other endeavors he's he's got going. He's made hundreds of millions outside of MotoGP as well. So there's got to be some rich people the, out there that want to chuck in. Yeah. Maybe the, we latest, can all pitch in. the latest in Italy is uh, the the option Valentino to continue next season has grown because obviously if you are looking for a sponsor who is who wants to sponsor Bezzecchi and Marini? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm, and that's what I was going to say. If he's on the bike, you have people coming out of the woodwork to support yeah, it and exactly. see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. If he rides the bike, the sponsor will appear. But then, then we'll does he just become back. team manager as just as a as a figurehead? But he could ride one more season out next year with no, his brother, with can't. the crowds, do um, his big farewell. This is my uh, farewell season look, with my yeah, brother. But you know that we have uh, said this here in our podcast. I was the first one, or I was absolutely convinced that there would be a farewell tour. You know, because mm -hmm. there yes. are so yeah. many reasons. It has to be. But this was before he doing position 21 mm. position 17 yeah that can, he can't stick this for one and a half season okay mm. if he does position 10 then he does a number eight and yeah. then it's okay it's okay he's at the end of his career yeah. but if he does 21 mm. no way no okay? he's been beaten he by rookies yeah, but he has been beat by, by who? The only one, who, the poor only one who did not beat him was Salvadori. All the yes, rest, Tito brother, I was going to say, Tito rode in that spot for years, didn't he? He didn't mind. Yes. I didn't want to so, say, I was trying to stay positive, Stu. Yeah. 
So we will see. And and uh, if he he needs to do some results this year because his last season, in this moment, the results will not be important because mm. he will be the show in every circuit, even yes. doing 18. It would be every on every race. It would be a goodbye by Valentino Rossi. Yeah. So At so for so for next year with with the VR46 team, if Tanel doesn't come through, um, what do you, what do you, what do you see as the options? Well, uh, if Valentino is there, it will appear. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. His sky will put and Carmelo Espeleta Dorna will find sponsors. Right. Yep. yep. So you think that might be the deciding factor? If Tanel falls through and they can't find anyone, then Valet might go. Okay, I'll ride another year. Just pick himself up and drag himself out there again for another year. Look, uh, there is. They have a sponsor, an Italian sponsor now on the bike. It's called V2. Or do you have? Can you check on a photo of the uh, Marini's bike? I'll have a look. There yep. is a, there is a sponsor, a big spot. It's internet somewhere or, or kind of a mobile company. Mm -hmm. That sponsor is in several bikes on in MotoGP. I think they are also with Aprilia, two or something too. Well, they can perfectly kind of okay. Let's paint the bike with these colors, you know. Right. Sure okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, with with you, is that them? Yeah, exactly. Oh, with yeah, with yeah. you. With you. Right. And they are also with Aprilia. It's a huge company that, that is. That's right. They're getting Aprilia as well. Okay. So that that might be an option potentially. If if what well, you think that's if Valet steps up and rides another year for the for the for the team. At this point, it's almost an obligation for Valet to mm. race next year. Yeah, oh, that's, that's they're terrible. kind of screwed without him, aren't they? By the sounds of it, it seems that way. Yeah, or indeed, uh, could someone have played this out to force? Would there be some someone somewhere with the puppet strings planning it all out this way? Uh, look, uh, there's so much that doesn't make sense. There's got to be something. No, no, I, I know people. Valentino, and Val Valentino gives them to anything. You know, he. Mm. It's, he has enough money. He does all these stories with Aramco and his team. I am 100% sure that he knows nothing. Mm. You know, it's his environment. There are his uh, hardcore people who want mm -hmm. to keep pushing the project. But Valentino, I can imagine Valentino, what he would like is to go and race the indie series one year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like he His says, head's turning. Did I tell you that I once I did an article about with the riders and asked him, with whom would you like to have dinner? Yes, yeah, I, I remember you told her that, but yeah. And the Valentino said, some said, uh, Michel Pfeiffer, there was an idiot who said, <laughs> Ramses, yeah, be, Ramses, Ramses the second. I would like to have a dinner with Ramses the second. Obviously, he was re he was reading a Egyptian uh, novel or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There were others that said Napoleon, whatever. And Valentino said very clearly, said, "Look, I would like to have dinner with my friends in a table in the middle of a restaurant with nobody coming to yeah. take a selfie with me." And mm -hmm. This is what he likes more. So Valentino in the US, he could be easy, could walk on the street and nobody. Uh, yeah. You know, or people uh, go, hey, you look like that guy, but not think. <laughs> yeah. And, and one in a thousand people would even say that. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be for him. I, I can imagine his dream and race Indy cars or race NASCAR. Cool. Just racing mm. and keep that, on that, this cool. kind of yep. life, you know, circus yep. life, moving. Yep. Which is kind of what David Beckham did. He, he did the same kind of thing. He moved from that constant spotlight at Manchester United when he, he was in European football. And then he went, I've had enough, moved his family over to the US and nobody recognized him, didn't care. And yeah, same sort of thing. Because yeah. we sit and go, yeah. all fame and fortune, but I'm sure it's not all cracked up to... You know, we can go to I'll, the shop in our, in our slippers it. or our boots and no one knows who you are. Well, <laughs> Ed, no, no. I have said which are my favorites for Austria. Which are yours? Andrew, what do you reckon? Miguel Oliver? Jack. Yep, Mike, okay. Mike Oliver and Jack. And Jack. Yep. For, for me, I'm going to go um, 
Look, I, I, I can't get away from Jack, realistically. Okay. Um, and, and you put a bet on Brad. And, and yeah, it's got, it's got to be Brad for, for me. I, I think my heart says Brad. My, my mind probably says Miguel, realistically, on the, on the podium. But, but I'm going to stick with Jack. I think Jack, his performance there last year was, yes, just, was just too good. Exactly, true. yeah. That's that's who I think. So, before we go any further, just quickly, Moto Two, Moto Three. Do you see anything other than a KTM whitewash? Are we allowed? No. To- oh. no, no. Really? Just- <laughs> yep, yep. I agree. That's why I said it. Imagine, imagine they have been winning all the races. They won't do the same in mm. in front of Super Boss, the Mister Matesic from Red Bull and Mister yep. Peter from KTM, of course. Yep. And exactly. a, a colleague of of mine, uh, a German colleague who writes in a website that is sponsored by Red Bull, Speedweek. He just wrote a few days ago that finally Raul Fernandez has decided to move to MotoGP. Oh. Decided or was persuaded? So if it's real, and I believe it will be, we will see next year again in the same team, uh, Remy and and Raul, that, that's the dream team. That will be cool. That, oh, oh, that will like be wow. That's going to be so cool. So, do you think there and might I, be an announcement in the next two weeks while we're in Austria somewhere? About about Raul. And we, I think we will know this in in Austria. Let me tell you a, a short story with Remy. It will be. It's funny. I have a friend who has who has a collection of bikes. Right. Uh, so he had a problem with a aluminum swing arm that had mm-hmm. a crack. So he went in Barcelona to a certain shop and said, ah, can you solve this? He said, okay, yes, let me call Remy. <laughs> and the guy, the it's owner workshop. said, yeah, in the work. And, and, he, and the guy from the, the owner of the bike said, Remy, is it Remy Carmen? He said, yes, because he is one of the best. How do you say? Welders. Welding? Welding in aluminium. What? Nice. That's he a, is, I've seen on some of his social media, he's building actual parts for his car. and yep. He's so good that he's called when there is a special surgery to be done on an aluminium frame. How good or is something. that? It's Go, son. Who is called. It's amazing, isn't that it? That is so good. That's fantastic. And for all the listeners and viewers out there, over the last few weeks, we have been trying to get hold of Remy. Um, he was on a, a holiday with Clara in Africa, within Kenya, I think they were. They went on African safari, and we, we completely respected their, their, their time away. Uh, we were going to have a, uh, some time with Remy this last week, but unfortunately he has gotten uh, very busy with the, with the, with the lead-up to the GP, so we completely respect that. We, we hope that by the end of the year we might have a bit of a chat with Remy again, uh, but at the moment it, it's, good, it's actually good to see that he's – he, he's um, he's dropping media commitments for for focus on what's mm-hmm. what's to come, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, he's entering in this dynamic <clears throat> that it's normal, you know. Mm. He's yeah. going from Moto Two rider to a the pinnacle, the, yeah, the exactly. where they all want to be, yeah. right? No, to yeah. Starring so in MotoGP. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and and we know Remy still watches the vodcast. So Remy, we don't take it personally. We still love you. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> we'll still continue to support you. Are, you are the welding genius, aluminium exactly. welding genius. Yeah, that's it, and it, and it's great that somebody somebody goes Remy Gardner. He's that welding guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Oh, um, can we have to quickly mention? Oh no, first of all, I was gonna. And I know we're not meant to gossip, um, Manuel, but so if Raul most likely is going to go up, Petrucci. Petrucci, yeah. I think I think we have said this. He has been offered to be a test rider mm-hmm. for KTM yeah. because KTM, as we said, has two test riders. One is Mika Calio and one is Dani Pedrosa. Calio mm-hmm. is uh, over the 40s now and mm-hmm. he had had uh, some heart injuries Last winter, he broke two legs or something like this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Calio is at the end of his career. So mm-hmm. they need somebody to replace because that system they have <clears throat> is super fast and uh, consistent. Mm-hmm. The result shows how, how good that worked. This is an option. And then the, the thing is to know who is going to ride in the position of uh, Raul in the, 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, well, Pedro Acosta will step up. No, mm. this is Easy. what we all yeah, think. Good, mm -hmm. good. Yeah, we hope so. And the option I I heard before the summer break that Iker Lecuona could step down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which, if you think, makes no sense, considering how KTM works, because they work to push up people mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. not the other way around. Yep. But it may be a different. It may be different. But for me, then they have. I have heard gossip, Andra gossip, <gasps> that Iker, <gasps> if Petronas doesn't find a rider for 2021, they could hire. Iker, because Iker at the end is in MotoGP, he mm. has the experience. Ah, yeah, okay. Could be kind of a replacement for one year until the market opens. You know? Yeah, and that aligns with their sense. philosophy of developing sense. young riders as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who still is developing. It makes sense be because, sorry, I went the other day. I went through the standing of Moto2, and I was looking on Jake's Jake Dixon's position. Mm -hmm. He's too much down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, he's not ready. He is not ready. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's it, we we need to see what he does for the second half of the year. Clearly, um, but yeah, the the signs aren't good realistically for Jake. And you know. I imagine he is a re realistic guy. He's not a dreamer. Mm -hmm. yeah. He has no, nothing more than agree. I think. Okay, he had may have had issues to be there, different stuff. But to get in MotoGP, it's you know it's worse. Look what happened with Sam. Some lows went yes. to MotoGP yep. too early. You have yep. to go to MotoGP when you are mature, because if not, after two years, you are kicked out. Exactly, and, then, and they won't, you don't get another chance. Exactly. No. So yep. it's better to really work your skills to get uh, everything. And then when you get step up, you get step up like a mature rider. Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So it's the same. It's, sorry, sorry. it's the same than arriving as a world champion. Mm -hmm. Mm. Even Marini, Marini has, Bastianini has arrived as a world champion. Mm. It's different. Yeah. So obviously there's going to be a lot of seats opening up in the lower class mm. when we get to, where do a lot of those feed from? How are they, do, is that like the Red Bull Rookies Cup? Do they just have riders they're no. watching in different competitions? No, the, the biggest championship is here in Spain. It's called the European Championship. You know, it's so like. They pretty much feed from uh, there. Yeah, no, no, all come from there. Okay. Because yeah, these, uh, even the Rookies Cup, they feed themselves. The Rookies Cup and the Spanish Championship, the, the level of the Spanish Championship is higher. Okay. All the all the Moto3 teams, Leopard, Aspar, uh, all they have teams in that championship. Mm -hmm. Do you keep an eye on that championship and watch much of that, Manuel, or not no, so much? No, no, I don't. I, I was just curious. He's got people that do through. that for him. I don't even I don't follow Moto Three. Imagine if I yeah exactly yeah, yeah I don't have time for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's a, I've I've noticed it's a it's a steady stream of guys that come through and when somebody does impress then you hear about it through your contacts wouldn't you yeah Manuel? look there is one guy who for me it's a disappointing in Moto Three and was who beat Pedro Acosta in that uh, it's called C E V. Mm -hmm. Who beat Acosta in that championship? Who is Isan Guevara? Oh, yeah, Who is now? Yes, yeah, yep. Uh -huh. And you know, it's he has completely lost. And when they were racing together, they were just them two. And Isan mm. beat regularly Pedro Acosta, wow. but he has disappeared in this yep. championship. So it was really disappointing. And I am uh, this Isan Guevara. Look, look how things work. In the first Grand Prix, he classified second on the grid. And he was really full of confidence. Yes, but now yeah. you see him and he, he went small. You know, his body language is of somebody who tries not to get to... Not to that people yeah, don't look right at him too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Pedro Costa has really uh, shadowed all the rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's similar similar story to, to what's been happening in uh, yeah in 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 Moto Two as well with with Raul and Remy. It's it's that it's that one or two riders at the top have just completely done the rest. All right, look, guys, it's been absolutely incredible. Um, before we go, Manuel, anything else from you that you think we need to keep an eye on this weekend? No, I am just uh, 
super excited because there are so many possible winning challengers, no? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so interesting. And, and the, the, the actual leader of the championship, he's down on the list. On the yeah. paper, he has yep. no chance. In, yeah, we haven't even, that's right. We haven't even spoken about this guy at all. It's like, yeah, if he gets on the podium, yeah, all, all good. But yeah, it's going to be incredible. Okay. Well, look, no, boss, you, you have an amazing look, drive. Or Are you flying or driving? No, I fly with all the, look, I, I have the vaccine of the Qatar government, a PCR, uh, my bank account, my... <laughs> you all the dinners you're going to owe people because you... Everything, you have to show them. Everything. Oh, have the best time. We, we have forgotten Zarko. Zarko will be fast in Austria. Yeah, of course. Yes. We love Kati. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, yeah. Uh, look, I think, I think about that. we haven't uh, arrived yep. on on a race with so many candidates. Yeah, so yep. many variables. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic. It really is, indeed. Andra, before we head off, have you got some uh, some words for the listeners and viewers out there? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. I'm just I'm just excited to get back into it. I feel like we've been on a bit of a holiday as well. I haven't been pushing yeah. the socials as much, so apologies to those that um Indeed. that are you know active on oh. there. But oh, we had a little break. But yeah. ready to get back into it, see what happens, eh? Hey? And I get to we see are. Danny Pedrosa race for the first time for me. It's gonna be fantastic indeed. So, hey, ladies and, and gentlemen, and get let out me there check. And, Look, uh, there, there will be on third Thursday, there will be a Danny Pedrosa press just with him. Right, yep. yep. Because basically KTM wants, okay, you have him on Thursday, then forget him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let him yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, let him and do his thing. And then on on Friday, there will be something interesting that uh, Dorna does because we will have the engineering, the top engineering of, of each brand oh, cool. talking to us. Yeah, cool. they will do first three engineers and then probably the other weekend, other three. So yep. they sit and start to answer the question. And it's always very difficult because the Japanese, they when they don't want to answer, suddenly they don't speak English. They don't understand yeah, exactly. you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you speak with them five minutes before they get on the <laughs> stage, it's <laughs> like Shakespeare. You know, they can, yeah. they understand Shakespeare, but suddenly, Shakespeare. suddenly it's like, uh, no, uh, I work. I work with the French. They're the same. I'm like, yep. I swear you just understood everything I said, and then all of a sudden they can't understand what you're saying anymore. <laughs> so it will be interesting because I think uh, next Thursday we will have the Yamaha, mm-hmm. we will have Aprilia, and Suzuki. Cool. The, the Suzuki guy normally yep. is very open. You know, he's very open. Sahara San. The Japanese, the Yamaha guys is one of these that suddenly has amnesia. You know amnesia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, okay. So cool. good. We'll travel safe. We can't wait to hear how it all goes yeah. and Thank you. catch you on the other side next week. Indeed, indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, get out there, uh, get get to the races, watch it on the TV. If you if you're anywhere in Europe, get over to Austria and watch the race. Um, if if you're enjoying the Pasino Report, let us know. Let all your friends know. Uh, get on the socials, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you all again soon on the other side of uh, Austria One. And we'll uh, we'll review Austria One and look at Austria Two. Oh, Thanks, everybody. Bye. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>